And good morning, everybody. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis. And joining me in the studio today, I have area-wide assembly candidate, Paul Kelly. Paul, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, Jordan. Thank you. Well, as you know, because I'm sure you've heard me talk with some of the other candidates, I do have a standardized list of questions to ask you about. And so the first one I want to talk to you about is what I know a lot of folks in Juneau view as quite a large issue, and that would be housing. And so where would you like to start with me on the housing problem? Sure. I agree. It is uh, it, it is a major issue, and it's probably tied into a few different um, aspects of my platform. Um, and I believe that when we're, I believe that we need to focus on more than just housing. I believe we need to focus on building smart communities. We have a lot of land that is owned by the city in North Douglas, for example. We, if we built the second crossing on piling, so it would have you know minimal disruption to to the habitat. Uh, perhaps uh, we could, uh, you know, connect some more, uh, connect some more land over there. Um, the communities I'd like to see are are places where um, they're smartly developed, where every every uh, where all the new residences are are all ADA accessible. Um, everything is within perhaps you know a 15 minute walk. So you can easily walk to the grocery store, walk to your doctor's office, easily get to public transportation. Um, I, and I believe that housing is is a crucial issue in Juneau. Uh, as, you, as you may know, I, I've been knocking on a lot of doors, and there's one door that uh, I knocked on, and this one lady, she told me, um, kind of the magic words that every uh, anybody running for office wants to hear, uh, I'm going to vote for you. But then she qualified it with an if. She said, I'm going to vote for you if I'm still here. And the reason I would, would still be here, and I probably will be, is because my son can't afford to move out. And I think that's a chronic problem in Juneau. Uh, it is a reason why a lot of people leave Juneau, and I think it's a hindrance on attracting a lot of the professionals that we need in Juneau um, when it comes to uh, for, for example, you know, especially medical professionals uh, trying to get, you know, there's a nursing shortage in Juneau. Uh, what's going to uh, attract them to come here of all places? You know, we need to have things like better, um, you know, more housing that is more easily affordable. So affordable and middle income housing. Um, and, and we need uh, uh, affordable child care in Juneau. Okay. And now kind of building off of that, I think I might ask this question just a little bit earlier than I would normally. So what would you say is your, what you're primarily focused on or what is your primary concern? Well, I actually have three co-equal priorities. Uh, For me, my top three priorities are supporting public education, reducing homelessness, and helping to grow our economy and diversify our tourism industry. Okay. Expand on the, the, the economics aspect of it and talking about the tourism industry. Uh, absolutely. So, um, and I've, I've talked to quite a few people about this. So in my research, um, if you, you can pull data from the uh, Juno Economic uh, Development Council website, and you can kind of look at the different sectors of, of Juno's economy. You know, we have mining, we have tourism, we have uh, a lot of government jobs, you know, state, tribal, federal, um, municipal, um, and and then we have um, tourism. 
but our tourism sector, and I think we saw this play out during the COVID pandemic, it it's very heavily dependent on cruise ship tourism. And so I think it would be smart for us to diversify our tourism industry, start looking at more, bringing more independent travelers here year round, um, bringing people here for conferences, um, for cultural tourism. There are people who are drawn to our city for, for our art scene. We have homegrown playwrights. I think uh, if I, I've, I've talked to Liz Perry over at Travel Juno and tried to bounce some ideas off of her. And I think this is something that, that we can accomplish if we really focus on it. Um, yeah. Okay. And I think it's interesting to hear that, you know, there's that push to sort of further develop the, the tourism sector because I know there's also this idea that maybe we should do development in other aspects of the economy as well. Right. And, um, and I think, you know, housing and childcare are probably big issues that have to do with, with our economy. Um, you know, if people can't uh, afford to work um, or if they can't afford to pay for childcare uh, or if, you know, paying for childcare basically takes their, all of their paycheck, it, it's really not worth it uh, for them to, to join our workforce. And we have, um, I, I've heard from a lot of business owners that, we have a labor shortage in Juneau. And so I have, uh, you know, a few ideas about that. You know, one of them I think might be smart for our businesses if they have the space available is to offer as a perk is to have childcare on site because the licensing requirements there are much less stringent. Um, it's, um, and, and so like, this might be a perk, you know, to have like on-site childcare where you're not very far away from your, your child and um, and maybe the the business would, could afford to offer it for free, or or maybe at a much reduced price. Um, I also think there's uh, opportunities to perhaps do childcare in new facilities. If the voters end up approving a new city hall, maybe uh, we should have you know some childcare there for um, for the parents on site. Now, because you've mentioned the city hall in your response, I do wanted to ask you where you stand on that issue. Right, um, and that one is an issue that's kind of, you know, had a lot of movement in my platform and, and my own thoughts on it. When I was knocking doors um, early on, even before the assembly put it on the ballot, they were just talking about putting it on the ballot. And there was a lot of pushback from people I talked to. They're like, well, didn't we just vote this down the year before? How come the assembly is putting it back on the ballot? And they, people wanted to know where I stood. And so I decided I needed to get informed on this. And I reached out to facilities director um, and soon to be our new city manager, Katie Kester. And I, I reached out for a tour. And I understand that these are now available to everybody. So if, if you can go on a tour, I'd recommend that. And what I saw was you know, patches of torn carpet uh, that would likely uh, require... Uh, because of the age of the building, uh, asbestos uh, remediation in order to fix. That's, that's millions of dollars to fix torn carpet. Um, and not to mention, you know, the staff having to probably leave the, leave the building for possibly years while, while that's being done. There, uh, there, there are plumbing issues that can't be repaired because um, also of the, the asbestos concerns. And there are, you know, plastic sheets. I have pictures on my phone, plastic sheets hanging from the roof to prevent leaks. 
Um, and not to mention, I think like the biggest issue, besides the building itself um, having been allowed to fall into this disrepair, uh, is that City Hall isn't big enough for all of the services. If somebody goes to City Hall and they want to get something done, they go to the front desk and they say, well, that's not done in this building. You have to go to one of the four other buildings that we have that, that we're renting. You know, one of them um, is you know, a potential place that we can... That, that can that can be a residence for people. So City Hall now is taking up places that could be used for housing in Juneau. And so it, it kind of strikes me as the definition of government inefficiency to be in this building that is falling apart, that um, was never even made, meant to be a City Hall, and to have our, our government sprawled out across these buildings that we don't even own. I mean... Uh, if your uh, if your family, uh, you know, if you have a growing family, you you don't um, expand by renting out another home. You 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 purchase a, you purchase another home. It, it just makes more sense. And so I think, um, so, and so my my opinion um, where, where I've arrived at is, I, I will be voting for the new city hall. But once I get on the assembly, one thing I'm going to insist on is that we have a maintenance plan. And so we know from the beginning what it's going to cost every year to keep this new building up so we don't end up in the same situation later. Gotcha. Okay. That was a very in-depth response, so I do appreciate that. Now, I do have one more question for you before we wrap up the first half of the show because we don't have that much time left. And if you even just give me a brief response, then we can expand on it in the, the second half of the show, of course, which would be where... Actually, now I'm looking at it, I don't think we're actually going to have enough time to get to that question. So we're going to head into that break. When we come back, I'll be talking more with area-wide assembly candidate Paul Kelly. Stay tuned. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. And we are back with more Action Line on KNY. Joining me still, I have area-wide assembly candidate Paul Kelly. Now, the question I wanted to ask you back toward the end of the first half there is another one of the calls I often get is, you know, people talking about, you know, they have concerns with, you know, there being a drug problem within Juneau. We hear a lot about that. I see a lot of those sort of releases coming out of JPD. So I want to get your stance on that. Right. I think the the first thing we need to focus on is prevention. Um, I think, you know, trying, you know, I think programs that we have like the Zach Gordon Youth Center, which kind of give teens a safe and positive place um, to, to spend their free time in when they're not in school. I think programs like that are, are an excellent resource for our teens. Um, when it comes to enforcement, um, I started my campaign uh, back in May and I, uh, one of the first, you know, people I reached out to was our police force and uh, they let me do a ride along and I, I got to work with them um, and, and our our police officers are, are very um, you know understaffed um, they uh, they're kind of they're, they already they're having some issues with recruitment um, they're having uh, some issues uh, you know with people retiring or being poached from other places and w- you know, something, you know, one of them even admitted to me is that there, there are some calls that um, they're probably not, that they get, but they're probably not the best people to get. And I think th- some of those might be you know, some of the, um, the me- mental health and, um, you know, and, and drug addiction issues. Though, they don't get me wrong. Like they are police officers. Um, I, I, one of them was telling me of an instance where he saved somebody's life who was ODing. So, 
Um, I, I believe our, our officers are qualified, but I think um, something that, that could help with, with, a, with a police force that is experiencing you know, re recruitment and retention issues is having uh, you know, a de another dedicated uh, force you know, to, um, that, that, that are specifically trained to handle mental health and, and drug addiction treatment uh, issues. Okay. Now, another question I've got for you, which is the question I've asked all the candidates, is really just kind of learning more about you, sort of who you are and why you're running. Oh, great. Um, so um, I have lived in Alaska all my life. Uh, I currently work as an analyst programmer at the Department of Education. Um, I, uh, I, I did, my first came down to Juneau. Well, my first job down in Juneau was actually as a, uh, as a legislative aide. And I kind of, you know, just fell in love with Juno. It just kind of felt right at home. I don't know how this rainy city does it, but it just had that effect on me. I think just everything being all close and um, and it's so easy to make connections here. And so I got a, a permanent job. At first I was uh, with the Department of Transportation, and now I'm with the Department of Education. I'm kind of a, um, a self-described code monkey. Um, uh, you know, the, the information that... Um, you know, all the different data on our schools. You know, the Department of Education has like forty some odd databases. Um, I'm the guy who's um, you know trying to uh, get that information out onto the website uh, through our web applications. Um, or I, I'm I shouldn't say I'm doing it by myself. I'm a part of a team. Um, but so just kind of get, getting back to you know coming to Juno. That I think was one of the two best decisions besides um, that I made six years ago. Besides proposing to my fiance uh, last year, um, and uh, I've really felt at home here, and I've really um, wanted to give back. And so I, uh, within you know my first year and a half of, of moving here, I ran for and served on the the Juno Board of Education. Um, I took a leadership role in that. I never ever imagined that I would be um, serving an elected office during um, a global public health crisis. Um, so um, I, I was there when we had to make some pretty uh, pretty difficult and, and very consequential uh, decisions. Um, and so I think um, I, I think I, I have some practice at, at being able to make decisions that sometimes you know very few people or nobody or or, 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 or it could be, you know, any situation that, that people aren't going to agree with. Um, I, um, and, and, you know, so that, that's one experience I have. I also currently serve, uh, you know, as, as being a state employee, I'm also president of the, uh, the Ask Me ASA Local 52 uh, Juno chapter. Um, and... Um, so you have a lot of state sort of work in that resume right right yeah but but i feel yeah yeah and i feel like also a lot of a lot of advocacy work because you know like as a as a board of education uh, member you know I'm, I'm doing everything i can to advocate for our teachers advocate for our students um our paras and and our substitutes and you know as a as a state employee uh there's quite a bit to to advocate uh well like a common issue that both um state employees have and that um you know teachers have and a lot of other public employees have is um, you know advocating on the uh, on switching back to a defined benefits uh, pension program because um, as you're probably aware um, one of the struggles that you know our, our education system has that our fire department uh, police force EMS have is that 
uh, we don't have um, an attractive uh, benefits package. Um, and so um, so other states um, are are recruiting our people and it's it's hard to retain. Gotcha. Now I want to circle back to when we when I asked you sort of what your primary focuses were in your campaign, you had mentioned education as a big part of that. Yeah. And so maybe expand on that aspect of it for me. Sure. Um, I think one thing that's great about this community is that regardless of where you fall on the political spectrum, I think everybody in Juneau, I, I guess I shouldn't speak for everybody, but most people I've spoken to, everybody believes that public education is is super important. And I think that's why our assembly has always funded at least to the cap. And then we funded a few programs, um, very important programs, you know, like Rally, uh, which um, which is another great program to, to help with after school um, and, and summertime. Um, and uh, we, you know, we funded, you know, other, uh, you, know, you know, sports activities. And, and right now, like, that's being called into question by the Department of Education. And so... And it was a total surprise to me, you know, having served on the on the board of education. I was told, like, yeah, this we we have, you know, th- this pocket of money um, that the that that we get from from the state. The city is allowed to match it to a certain degree, to a certain cap. And then uh, we have we have this other pocket that doesn't have anything to do with our operating funds. Um, that is not strictly speaking educational. Um, and so, I was kind of surprised to to hear about this letter that the Department of Education had sent to the school districts. Um, I fully support the school district um, and, and their, their efforts. Um, and regardless of how this, uh, this dispute with the state goes, um, it'll always be my position to fully fund public education to the maximum that we're allowed to um, under the law, um, yeah, and I think you know, serving on the board of education, I think previously, I think it would be also a good place for me to be as the uh, assembly's liaison to the school board. Okay, and now one last question I have for you that can kind of be a good chunk of the the end of the show here, which is what would what message would you like uh, to sort of leave everybody with today? What is the big thing that you want to tell everyone that's listening at home? Or on the road, or wherever they may be right now. <laughs> um, sure. Um, so my campaign has been from the beginning. Um, I, I started my campaign in May, and it's been it's been all about listening to the people. Um, I have knocked on more than fifteen hundred doors. Um, I've uh, you know because you know supporting our elders is a part of uh, part of my platform. You know I went and spoke to the uh, the president of the Juno Commission on Aging um, because I am interested in the opportunities we might be able to have by building a second crossing. I went and spoke to um, a member of the you know Douglas Homeowners North Douglas Homeowners Association. Um, and I've spoken to, you know, of course, I mentioned earlier the ride along. And that's kind of been, you know, my, my pattern is I, I really want to talk to the people. I really want to get down in the weeds and, uh, and really understand the issues. Uh, so that way, when I, when I am on the assembly, 
I, I am ready to, uh, on day one, to start tackling um, the, the issues and working for the people of Juneau. And I don't see that as something that is, is going to change when I'm elected. I, I fully in, intend to continue um, outreach efforts to, to keep in touch with the people, um, to keep in touch with our small business owners. Um, and um, and, and yeah, I think the motto for my campaign from the beginning has been, pick Paul, he listens. And that's uh, how I want to uh, go forward with my public service. All right, and with that, we are out of time. I'd like, Paulie, to thank you for coming on and taking the time to chat with me. All right. Thank you, Jordan. All righty. You've all been listening to Action Line on KINY.